BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Hey, hey, welcome back to another edition of Not Committed. I'm your host, Zach Barry. My guest this evening, Zach Hammond, from the Ole Miss football. I, I mean, the guy does, uh, I mean, arguably some of the best creative content on social media we'll get into that all the numbers he is here to break it all down for us tell us about it what it means what goes into it all that good stuff we'll touch on that we'll, we'll talk some uh we'll talk some new digs at the manning center and we'll talk uh, a couple things they got possibly working um coming up down uh later this season so we'll get into that before i bring zach on i'm going to tell you a little bit about the title sponsor of this here podcast that is Homefield Apparel, homefieldapparel.com. If you don't know them by now, you're going to get to know them very quickly as they are unveiling their line of Ole Miss apparel August 27th. You've been clamoring for it for years. They have been working tirelessly and diligently to bring it to you, and it will be here, and I guess as we record this, uh, 18 days, so it'll be just in time for week one against Mercer on September 2nd. But home field apparel, vivid prints, premium quality, thoughtful design. Those are their, their, their kind of benchmarks for what they do. Uh, I mean, even if you're not uh, you know, looking for Ole Miss stuff, you can go on there and you can find something that you're going to like. Uh, I personally have bought way too many things. Uh, for schools that that I do not, you know, technically support on the weekends or uh, in sports, but some of their stuff is just awesome. Um, I mean, they have a full library, over 150 plus collections, 150 plus schools. Um, it, it's it's awesome, and I have yet to see it. I will uh, hopefully see it before it is unveiled. I have heard that it is glorious. The Olmus collection out August 27th. When it does drop. Or if you just can't wait and you want to buy something from them before it drops, use promo code TOC23 at checkout and you'll get a nice little discount. Homefield Apparel, uh, again, I, I can't um, emphasize everything they do and, and how great it is. Um, I highly recommend it. That's homefieldapparel.com. Go check them out. They're rolling out some uh, some new teams this week. And um, 
Ole Miss, like I said, will be coming very, very soon. So um, promo code, good for 15% off at your first order with Home Field, regardless of teams in that order or order size, 15% off, so you can't beat it. All right, let's bring Zach on now. We haven't done one in a while. It was last, I guess, last December. We talked early signing day with the uh, NFL Street graphics that you guys did. That was tremendous. Welcome back to the show. How are we doing? Doing good. Excited to be on in a new facility. Um, so things are changing here in a good way. Um, it's a fun time to be a part of the program. Yeah, so we, we can talk about that here quickly. I was there for Juice Fest, got a chance to to tour the digs. Um, I think I saw every bit of it. Um, we were talking before we hit the record button. I didn't actually get on the weight room floor, but I got a I got a bird's eye view of it from the uh from the second level. But um I'm assuming you're all moved in now, fall camp's underway. But if you had to pick one thing that you like the most at the new facility, what is it? Uh, there's a lot of cool, I mean, there's a lot of cool elements to it. The locker room is, I know that's probably everyone's answer, but what makes the locker room so special is that it's 20% bigger than the old one, Um, which that might not sound like a lot, but if you're a player, you just have all that extra room. Coach has more room to gather around with the team. So probably lean locker room. The weight room is pretty impressive too, especially when you see it in person. So it's a lot of cool elements to it for sure. One thing that I, I thought you would say this, but you were probably, well, I don't know. I'm not going to assume. I, I would have guessed that you're probably operating in this room a lot, but right off of the uh, IPF in the, uh, I guess, one of the main hallways, you've got the drip in the sip room where they're going to do, uh, I guess you and your team and, and everybody else that's involved with creative content at Ole Miss are going to do a lot of photo shoots and, um, you know, cool stuff in there. Uh, I think that's that's pretty unique. I, I know that most schools now kind of have a, a wing or a room or, a, you know, a big gathering space for when players or prospects are in town to do photo shoots. But that was uh, that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. No, specifically didn't mention that room because we haven't started using that room yet. We're really going to. I don't want to I don't want to spoil it, but um, we're going to debut it early in the season that drip in the sip room. Um, okay. There was a strategic reason why that room wasn't featured prominently during the unveil. Um, ah. We're really gonna we're gonna do something special in that room early on. But yeah, we have used part of that studio room. We we worked with um the guys over at Realtree and kind of built a Realtree uh, photo shoot set. Um, you might have seen it in some of the Juice Fest footage. So we've used part of that room, but we haven't gotten into okay. the fun part of it yet. All right, so yeah, so I so I got a little sneak peek. It hasn't been unveiled yet, so that's cool. Yeah. Okay, so let's dive into it. And you put it out on Twitter. Um, it's pretty remarkable. Um, and this is Instagram engagement. I guess we can go across um, all the platforms if you want, but Instagram seems to be the big one right now. Um, Twitter is doing whatever Twitter's doing. It's I don't even know what you call it these days, but it's going through a transition. <laughs> but Instagram has kind of become kind of at the forefront in the last couple of years um, with social media, with with college football and in high school prospects and things like that. But Ole Miss at the top um, in Instagram engagement. And 
at the top by a pretty, uh, pretty significant margin over Tennessee. Georgia's at third, Ohio State at fourth, LSU at five. Um, you can see the full top 15 if you uh, follow Zach Hammond on Twitter. If you don't, go ahead and give him a follow. Um, he is a resident Z-A-C-H. Um, you know, we, <laughs> we like to say we're the, we're the real ones. So Z-A-C-H-H-A-M-M-A-N. Go follow him and you can see the graphic. But I guess just kind of tell us, you know, dive into the numbers, if you if you will, and, and kind of how that works and what y'all have done to kind of catapult Ole Miss to the uh, to the top of the charts in the uh, country. Yeah, well, first of all, pretty impressive. We got two uh, CHs on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're all in on social media. Before we get into like the numbers, just like big picture, um, just kind of Lane Kiffin obviously is really big on social media and always wants to pour into that. Um, and just kind of the way that we view it as a, department is we always try to and it sounds cliche but we try to put it in the practice is we always try to do things differently than a lot of other schools um you know coach kiffin's always talking about create a new box i'm sure you've heard him say that before as it pertains to the program um, but we kind of take that same philosophy and apply it to our creative department and how we kind of approach the social media stuff um to give you an example and Part of it's just being self-aware, like we're in a state with 2 million people. Um, so just our alumni base is smaller than some of the teams in our conferences in our conference. So it's like when we put out content, it's probably not going to do the same amount of numbers as like Alabama or Texas or whatever. So we have to find a new angle to kind of get the same numbers as these schools. And then to do even better than these schools, we really have to create a new box. So it's kind of the way that we approach it and the way that we angle it. Um but yeah, I mean, those Instagram numbers are pretty impressive. We're, we're all in on Instagram. I think it's where a lot of your younger crowd resides. Uh, definitely, probably the recruits are more prevalent on Instagram than they are Twitter. Um, however, I mean, we we pour our resources into all the platforms, but it's kind of a gist of how we look at that. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, I was when I was in Oxford for for Juice Fest and um I got out on the town a little bit. Um, I didn't stay out too late. I'm I'm, I'm getting up there in age, so I, I can't do it like I used to. But you know, being around, you know, the bar, trying to grab a trying to grab a, a cold beer, and I, I'd hear you know some college kids still talking about Snapchat. I did not know Snapchat was was still a thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, Instagram is kind of you know at the forefront now. You mentioned you know a lot of re- recruits will will announce things on Instagram more now than Twitter. Um, you know, yeah, and you always like, got, you always got recruits going on IG live too, like commitment yeah. at the time. Like that's usually where that recruiting stuff breaks. Um, I would argue like Twitter is probably the better news platform. Like if we're ever going to break sure. the news, you know, we'll go to Twitter probably first, but yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, people like me and like my industry, you know, we, we pretty much kind of facilitate, for the prospect when they're announcing something, you know, a lot of times they'll, they'll give us a heads up. So we'll be ready and we'll throw out, you know, a graphic or an article or things like that. And then that's how it gets churning. But on Instagram, you know, the, the player kind of controls the narrative and they're the one that is putting the news out there on their own. So I think, I think more and more with, with NIL and as things, you know, evolve with not just recruiting, but just college football in general, 
and we'll kind of loop it back to to what you guys do with engagement. But you know, you're building your brand. I think that that's that's been the biggest thing with NIL with with what I do and talking to high school prospects or you know transfer portal guys. They're they're always looking to build their brand. So I get that question a lot. You know, do is it hard to talk to to talk to prospects or to talk to players? And you know, it's not really that hard because they know that if they talk to me or anyone else, their, you know, their quotes, what they, what they say, you know, everything about them is going on the internet. It's going on a website. It's going on a message board. It's going on Twitter. Um, we like to push as much Instagram as we can, you know, that's big for, you know, building a brand and that's kind of what you guys do. And you alluded to it with, you know, Ole Miss is a much smaller alumni base, much smaller fan base. And, it's impressive that you guys have still managed to be atop the leaderboard, you know, overcoming all those obstacles. Right. And I, I do like, I like pulling numbers in the off season because there's not a lot of, you know, external factors. Like for example, in December teams like hire a new coach, like for example, Auburn hires Hugh freeze. So it's like their numbers are going to be a little inflated just because everyone's excited about Hugh freeze. Um, but like the numbers I pulled on Twitter, I pulled it from like the end of the spring ball. So it's like, all right, you know, the end of spring, like after the NFL draft, like probably pull it around May. So there's no inflation of numbers there. And then I pulled it up until like August. So like right now. So like that kind of window is like, there's not a whole lot of room for any, you know, external announcements or things that would happen that would inflate a team's number. Uh, or number count so it's like a true reflection on the capability of a creative department if that makes sense um, like for example if you pull these instagram numbers during the season and mm. you know, georgia's 12 and 0 and they're about to win another natty i'm sure their numbers are going to be a lot higher than some other teams right um, yeah so that's why i like looking at the numbers during that that time of year um but yeah it definitely is impressive and it's a credit credit to our team um, you know, Will Day, who focuses on the video side of things, he's grinding those Instagram reels every day, trying to find different like trending audio to use, different trends to work our footage with. And then Fisher Atkins, who's on the photo and design side. I know he was on this pod uh, in December when we talked about signing day, um, but he's been grinding the graphics and photo side, too. And we're all kind of working towards that common goal of like, how do we create a new box on social media? How do we kind of pave our own road and do things differently so that, you know, the Ole Miss brand can ultimately stand out and we can ultimately, you know, grow the brand and have it resonate with uh, recruits and fans and all that good stuff. I think I know the answer here, but you mentioned already Link Kiffin. I mean, he has an enormous following on Twitter. Um, if I can effort it really quick, I could pull up what he has on Twitter uh, I believe he still leads the country in, in head coaches and followers. Yeah, he's at 631.7 thousand. Um, does he ever give y'all a heads up when he's posting anything? Or has he just kind of let it fly and then you guys see it and then jump on it or try to, you know, piggyback off of something that he posts or anything? It just it. it I assume he doesn't. He just does his own thing, and you guys work off of that. Um, which y'all do other things too. But you know, he has such a huge draw on social media. Does he ever work with y'all at all, or is he just kind of being lame? 
Yeah, I, he did, he does both. Um, we'll work with him on a lot of stuff, probably more than uh, you know, your average fan would think. Um, but sometimes he's just, you know, he'll tweet articles or whatever and <laughs> he'll just kind of do his thing. But um, I I think a good example is like for like what was it? Was it last night? I think it was last night. Um, we posted a graphic of Hezbollah <laughs> in the VOT. Yeah. And so that was like a coordinated effort. Like we were working with him. Um, we're like, all right, we're, you know, we think this guy's funny. We're trying to get him to a home game. We're like, how can we, like, what could we post uh, that would, you know, be fun and intriguing. So we worked with him on that. Um, so we'll work with him from time to time. Um, sometimes uh, we'll send him something like, Hey, we just posted this, uh, this clip of Aiden Williams, you know, you ought to interact with it or something. Um, and then he'll from there, like say, all right, I'm going to quote tweet it with no rat poison or whatever Lane wants to say. <laughs> um, so like we'll work together on kind of pushing our content through Lane and and vice versa. But um, there's also a lot of instances where, I mean, he just does his thing. And that, that's kind of what makes him special too, is there's not a lot of head coaches that really kind of understand social media. Um, mm -hmm. and get. Um, I think he's one of the few that truly get it. Um, so that's what makes it special. And that's part of the reason why we all work here is, as a creative, it's a fun place to work with a head coach that's so involved in social media um, in a good way, though. There's some coaches that will like they try to micromanage the whole thing. And it's not it's not a fun time as a creative. But with Lane Kiffin, it's just it's it's a lot of fun. And he's very understanding and truly gets the social media side of it, um, which makes it very, very exciting. This podcast is brought to you by Cherokee Valley Golf Course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. Get on over to see Cody Allen and the crew to take on the challenge of their wide, plush Zoiza fairways and large championship Bermuda greens. They have two putting greens to hone in your game with the flat stick, a driving range, and a chipping green to tighten up the short game. Book a tee time online at olivebranch.com or give them a call at 662-893-4444. That's Cherokee Valley Golf Course in in Olive Branch, Mississippi. This podcast also comes to you thanks to Bluff City Advisory Group, Memphis's leading team of finance professionals who can provide advanced assistance with financial planning, pension, and qualified plan support, and business and estate planning strategies as well. Former Ole Miss Rebel and founding partner Ben Still, along with his elite-level customer service team, make it their goal to help you meet the ongoing demands of your financial needs. Learn about this and more at bluffcityadvisory.com. The older I get, the more I realize there are just some things I don't know. Balancing a budget, for example. I'm not a financial whiz. Sure, I know batting averages, passing and rushing yards, three-point shooting percentage. But intentionally putting away money for retirement? That's where my friends at NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast come in. NerdWallet's trusted financial journalists use fact-based reporting for some much-needed clarity in the financial world, helping you make smarter decisions with your money. The nerds have helped me get smarter about things like planning my tax bills so I don't dread April every single year. Actually, I was one of the first in line this time around. Saving on travel so that I can take my girls on trips. Because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night and maybe a fancy dinner too. So enjoy the things you love, the Ole Miss Rebels, your family, your friends, knowing that your financial situation is taken care of with advice that you followed from NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app today. Trust me, future you will thank you. 
BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. He does a, he kind of toes that line of being like a Twitter dad, but also being savvy and understanding brands and things like that. Cause he, he can get a little emoji crazy at times, but he can always reel it back in with some coded hashtags, which I always find funny that not a lot of people use hashtags anymore. Um, Yeah. And I love, I love the emoji thing too, because I'll play into it a little bit uh, from the football account. Um, like I know, I can't remember when he started it, but he started doing a thing, um, where you say, don't let the devil have a seat at the table. So he would use this like string of emojis <laughs> where it's like a red X devil chair. And, uh, I think a plate emoji. Or something. So like, I'll be like, I'll kind of take that and friend and then from football socials, like we'll push something out with those same emojis and then you'll get, you'll get some fans that kind of like, they'll they'll buy into it a little bit and you'll get other fans like what are these what does this mean is this a coded message um, right so we'll play into it a little bit too but um yeah well, I, it's, I, I, it, I love that. it it's kind of part of you know my job I, I joke but it can be part of my job at times but deciphering coded emojis or messages or tweets like that's part of the recruiting game a lot at times with not only prospects but you know, coaches or staff members, like they put out tweets at certain times for a reason. Um, and it's, you know, Lane will, you know, will do the, he'll do the fish thing, you know, kind of mocking Hugh Freeze at times. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, he does a lot of emojis and, you know, a lot of it is, I call it playing the Twitter game. Right. Where, you know, especially with the portal where it's like, oh, like so-and-so got in the portal and then, you know, a lot of people are like, well, let's go look and see who's who's following this prospect or who, who's following this player. Follow the follows. Follow the follows. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's like, but, yeah, um, it's like the old adage of like follow the visits with recruiting and like now with how it's evolved, it's like, fo- yeah, follow the followers. Um, right. But yeah, no, I mean, he does a good job. It took me took me probably a month to figure out that's what that the one I was referencing earlier, <laughs> like, oh, that's what it means. Like he tweeted some uh, Ryan Holiday book or, or or something, one of the things that he's always posting, and um and then I finally got it. Like I was like, oh, that's what that means. It's it's about that quote. Don't let the devil have a seat at your table. It's like that's why he's tweeting it every morning. So, so it some of it's really fun too. I mean, some of it like I don't even know. So like I, I was talking about earlier, like we work with him a lot on social media, but there's some things that like I'm still deciphering, uh, which makes it fun. I like the mystery, but. Yeah, you don't want to have everything figured out. It's kind of fun to, you know, let Lane have a couple toys on Twitter to where he can kind right. of play with everybody. 
Um, what makes it special? Yeah. Speaking of, you know, engagement and photo shoots and getting creative, um, you know, the, the come to the sip thing has been, you know, kind of the mantra with the staff and, you know, transfer to the sip is, has been a thing with, with how active the staff has been in the portal. But um, one thing that, that, that I thought was, was pretty cool, especially at juice fest, just the incorporation of vehicles with photo shoots and stuff. And I found out where the cars came from, but does Lane specifically pick the cars for any particular reason? Or is it just, Hey, these are really expensive and nice and kids will like them. Yeah. Um, part of it's the latter and I'll give credit to Kelvin Bolden on that. He, he helped a lot. He, he had a lot of decisions <laughs> in there. Kelvin's really good too at the Twitter game and the social media. Oh yeah. I worked with Kelvin a lot too on that stuff. Um, but yeah, Kelvin helped out a lot on that. And, um, you know, that, that juice fest was a lot of fun. We had a, we had the Rolls Royce out there. Um, and then we had, like I said earlier, we had that real tree set that we did, which kind of ties into what you were saying earlier about how Kiffin's always tweeting about fishing, big fish, you know, relating to recruiting. Um, so that's kind of what that set was tying into a little bit was mm. like, oh, hey, we got a big fish on campus. Um, and it is some foreshadowing that, you know, some potential signing day content that might roll out down the road. Um, so that that was a lot of fun there, putting those initial pieces in there. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge car guy, but I, I do have an affinity for the Aston Martin Vanquish. And that was I, I didn't get to go see it in person because um, it was over in the. Uh, inside the stadium, but I was a, I was a big fan of that one being there. Cause I mean, a phantom is cool. I mean, obviously it's a rolls. That's a, if you ever see one in person, it's, it's pretty wild, but um, the Aston Martin being down there was a nice touch. I, I was, I was a big fan of that. Oh yeah. I wish I got photos in those cars because <laughs> it might be the, might be the last time in a, in a long time that I see cars like that. And maybe we'll have to wait till next juice fest, but um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, so let's, let's talk about it. You mentioned has Bula and, and incorporating that in some graphics and having fun with that. I, I still honestly, and, and I, I'm familiar with him and who he is and, and his, his videos are hilarious. I, I, I joke with Kelvin all the time because he will post those little quick cut videos of him doing something and laughing and stuff. And it cracks me up. But for those that aren't in the know and don't, know exactly like who he is can, can you explain it kind of you know michael scott you know explain it to me like i'm like i'm a five-year-old kind of thing yeah i don't even know all i can say is like i guess the dumb it down is like all right he's a very viral guy on uh tiktok and you know recruits love him <laughs> at the end of the day that's really what <laughs> recruits love this guy right and that's what it comes down to is like, it's a way it's, it's an angle. Um, but uh, he, he's really, I would say he's probably the second most popular person in Russia besides uh, Putin. So he, he's really tied in with like UFC and all that stuff too. Um, but yeah, he, he's a popular figure over in Russia. He's really popular uh, on TikTok and you'll see his stuff on Instagram all the time. And he's just kind of funny. It's just like, you see a picture of Hezbollah. There's a reason why Kelvin's always tweeting photos and gifts of Hezbollah whenever we like land a commit. Uh, it's just fun, but that's kind of the gist of it, I guess. So just looking at his Wikipedia, he's a Russian social media personality. Um, and 
gained notoriety in like 2021 with like a viral TikTok video, but he's done collaborations with Khabib, Dana White, Shaquille O'Neal. Um, he's done yeah tons of people, but um, yeah, I mean, just a, I mean, a great opportunity um, because I, his, I don't know if it's him doing it or if it's his team or, his, you know, whoever his, his publicist, but they've been tweeting back and forth with, with Ole Miss. And, and it's been, I mean, for engagement, I mean, that's what, what you specialize in. That's gotta be great. Right. Oh yeah. And that's kind of talk, you know, touching to what I talked about earlier. It's like, when we say create a new box, like this is a perfect example. Like, I don't think a lot of, you know, marketing teams in college football are like, all right, how can we, you know, increase our numbers and grow our brand? And then they walk out of that meeting and they're like, Hezbollah. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's usually the answer. But here it's like, we try to look at angles like that. And we don't always do that. But this is one where like, all right, I think it kind of fits our brand to an extent. It's funny. Um, it's kind of like a collab that you wouldn't see coming with Hezbollah and Kiffin. Um, so we're like, let's see if we can, you know, work with them, maybe get them to the sip, get them to come to a home game um and and uh try to make something happen but that's kind of the angle we go for in our content meetings or whenever we talk about how do we grow the rebel brand obviously we look for you know we want to play to the fan base and and you know play to the brand but we also look to outside areas say like you know how do we think out the box outside the box how do we create a new box right how do we do something mm -hmm. that has done before in college athletics and this is a good example of that you know interacting with Hezbollah. I mean, that's, that's a perfect example. Kind of looking ahead towards the season and, you know, kind of what y'all's game plan is. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give away too much, but you know, what goes into kind of the plan or, or, or the game plan of what y'all want to do during the season? Is that a week by week thing? Do y'all have any kind of game plan laid out? right now or is it you know how does that work is it kind of a feel thing do y'all go you know kind of feed off of each other and kind of do ideas on the fly what's what's that look like yeah i mean we get the skeleton of it kind of laid out early but um it is kind of week to week and you want to do that strategically because you want to be able to adapt and play off of who's playing well on the field and, and that kind of stuff like for I don't want to throw out any rat poison but let's say Aiden Williams you know goes off against you know Tulane like we want to be available to do a lot of content for that right so um you know we want to adapt week to week and we don't want to have too much laid out we want to give ourselves some room to play off of how the team's doing how the team's performing which guys did well which guys we should feature that kind of stuff um, but we do kind of build out the skeleton early on. We kind of figure out like, all right, this is the kind of graphic we're going to have on game days, you know, uniform reveals. Like, let's start looking at some locations. Um, we don't find out the combos until week of because uh, the players vote on that. I'm sure. I think Kelvin came on this pod and, and talked to you about that in the past. Yeah. But um, so we do that uniform reveal stuff week to week. Um, you know, the leadership group will get together and vote on those. Um so we, like I said, we'll get the skeleton laid out, but ultimately we want to have room to adapt and do what's best uh, for our team and highlight the right guys. I know Kelvin's involved with a lot of it and, you know, 
he's a young guy. I mean, he's still pretty young. Um, so he's in touch with like what's in, you know, with trends and what recruits like and, and music and everything that goes into building an online brand. But, you know, Kiffin is still, you know, pretty young at heart. He's still pretty young for the coaching profession. But as far as music and things like that with, you know, hype videos or just the reels on Instagram, is that something that, and, and you're a young guy yourself too, but is that something that y'all work on together? Does, is it an individual thing? Whoever's doing the reel or the video kind of decides on the music. What goes into that? Yeah, we'll, we'll collaborate on it together. There's really no science to it. Will Day, who's our videographer, he does a good job of staying up to date on like what's trending on Instagram, different trending audio, different trending songs. Um, more often than not, I will go to Kelvin and be like, hey, do you have any new music that's dropped recently that uh, resonates well with recruits or resonates well with our audience? Um, and then I try to keep tabs on it too. So it is kind of a group effort there. Um, and it has to be because you want to make sure there's no stone left unturned, right? You want to make sure, um, you know, you you always have the trending music and all that because, you know, it, it gives you that extra step to resonate with, you know, a young audience and resonate with recruits and all of that. As far as, you know, what's, you know, how are you guys going to follow up what y'all did for early signing day? The, the NFL street stuff was a huge hit. I mean, you guys were getting tweets and, and Instagram shares from anyone who's anyone. Um, it was, it was huge. Um, I, you're not going to give it away on this podcast, obviously, but are y'all already planning on that ahead of time, like today, or are y'all just focusing on fall camp and the season right now? Yeah, I, I actually, <laughs> I snuck it in earlier. Um, I won't give it away, but I mean, there's a reason we debuted the real tree set uh, for juice fest. So I think there's something fun there um, working with Tyler Jordan and the real tree brand and just how that ties in the Ole Miss and ties into Lane Kiffin's big fish mantra and what he's always tweeting with recruits. So um, I think there's a fun angle there that definitely could be explored. Last thing here. And I, I once again, I, I appreciate the time Zach, cause I know you're as busy as anyone over there in that building, but um I know there are people that still ask and, and, and I don't know if there's, if there's ever going to be an answer or resolution here, but Kiffin, the staff, it seems like when I was there, everybody there's wearing Jordans of some kind. I know Kiffin is, is, you know, at some point, I guess a year ago, he was really pushing for Jordan and Jumpman and all of that. Is that, is that actually a thing or is that just a, is Kiffin and everybody else like the rest of the world that, you know, sneaker, you know, sneakerhead culture is really blown up and it's a really big thing now. Everybody wears, you know, nice sneakers. Well, I say that, but, you know, I see a lot of kids that also wear like Air Force Ones that are disgusting and they draw all over them. So <laughs> um, there's just kind of Jekyll and Hyde there with sneaker culture. But is that still like an actual goal of Kiffin's or is he just kind of having fun with it? Um, I mean, we definitely lean into the drip and the sip thing because, I mean, if we're going to use it as a big part of our branding, we it also has to be a reality, right? Um, so, yeah, we have fun with it. The players have fun with it, too. Um, KB is always rocking the Jays. I need to get me a good pair of Jordans. I, I used to work at uh, North Carolina football like two years ago. So 
I, I used to jays over there so and they they're kind of powder blue it's not it's not the same shade of blue though but um yeah north carolina people will tell you it's different it is different they'll yeah they'll get annoyed if i we did a collab post earlier this off season where it was like who has the better powder blue Ole miss or north carolina and all the north carolina fans are in the comments like it's carolina blue not powder blue so <laughs> but um yeah we, we have fun with it we, we lean into it um and uh, you know you'll you'll see it often. You'll see it at the Walk of Champs and all that stuff. You got to get up to uh, Flight Club up in New York. That's uh, you know I'll get stuff online from time to time. I mostly dabble in in Jordan golf shoes now. Um, I've kind of hit my limit with sneakers for for the foreseeable future. Um, I think my my wife has kind of told me to to chill on that. But yeah, if I if I get up to New York. I always make sure to go to flight club and at least get one pair. That's uh that's where you need to go if you want to get some yeah, some cool, I need to get like uh I need to find out I need to find out where Dart got his uh what is it, Jordan eleven cleats? I Dude, think those are those are like my those are like my grail golf shoes. Yeah. They I mean they're that they're out there, they're just they stay at like two twenty five, two twenty. Right. And me personally, I'm like, I need to be better at golf to wear those. Um, <laughs> cause, cause they're pretty sick, but yeah. Where did dart just bring those from, from SC? I he's had them. I mean, he might've bought them. I honestly don't know. Um, but he's always wearing them. I, whenever I shoot practice, I'm like, I need to be wearing those when I'm shooting practice. Um, but they're cool. I allegedly, I think it gives you more, gives your feet more room or something. He had some reason of why, uh, he likes to wear them. <laughs> But I, to me, I'm like, all right, you just want to wear the, the Jordans. But uh, he had a real reason where he was like, no, they actually, it gives my feet more room or something. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he might have like a broader foot. I don't, yeah. I, I'm more narrow, so that wouldn't apply to me. But and that makes sense. Because he, he wore them every game all last year, right? Right, I believe so. Yeah, I've seen the, um, like they have like Nike Dunk cleats now. Really, which I, I'm I'm surprised I haven't seen more Ole Miss guys try to rock them. But I do think like one of the better looks that Ole Miss does is when the players will wear the red Nike cleats, like the all red cleats, and then they wear the red gloves to match them. Oh yeah, that's a sharp look with the powder yeah, helmet. He was, you know, who was good with the cleats was AJ Finley when he was here. He yeah. had. Uh, he had the red cleats. He had the navy cleats, whites. I think that's all he had, but they were they were sharp. Yeah, he was a um. Yeah, he was he was sporty with it. It was oh, yeah. it, it was with intent for sure. Um, yeah. So since we brought it up, I'll, we'll we'll end on this. I know that um you had the real tree helmet last year, but in terms of uniforms, I know Kiffin is all about swag and and being different. But is there any chance of any kind of alternate uniform coming out this year, or are they going to stick with kind of the template of, of what they got right now? I don't know. We'll see. It's a player led initiative. A lot of that stuff last year outside of the real tree helmet, but a lot of that stuff last year was all player led. Like when we wore that, that alternate decal against Troy, that was a player led initiative. So a lot of this stuff is up to the leadership council and, and what the players want to wear. And that's yeah. also what makes our brand so cool is the drip and the sip thing is not just like a selling point. It's like the players actually have a voice and they are the voice when it comes to the uniforms and what they want to wear 
because ultimately, I mean, they're the ones going out on the field playing, you know, playing 60 minutes of football. So it's like you ought to let them wear what they want to wear and how they want to represent themselves. So uh, we'll see. We'll see what they have up their sleeve. All right. That is Zach Heyman. Good to have you back, man. It's been since December, which feels like two years ago at this point with with how work and, and life and just busy summer um, with recruiting. But um, assistant AD creative content over at Ole Miss. Um, I I, I got to ask because because I'm I'm pretty high on them and we're about to start rolling out our, our podcast where we. We do some previews before the season gets going. We're going to get our gambling podcast going again, but I know you're 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 a Seminole. How do you how do you feel about your alma mater this year? <laughs> I thought you were about to ask me how do you feel about Ole Miss. And I was going to say no rat poison, <laughs> but I it, and then you hit me with the Seminole thing last minute, caught me off guard. Um, we'll see, Mike Norvell. That, that's a good staff over there. Um, Mike Norvell, he's a good coach. Um, so we'll see. I think I think they'll do well. Yeah, I, I I think they're gonna I think they're gonna I wouldn't say surprise people in the ACC because a lot of people are high on them, but I, I think they are kind of the runaway favorite right now, in my opinion. I think uh, Jordan Travis and you know they got Kari Cole, um, not Kari Coleman, um, Keon Coleman, that Ole Miss was was going after, um, and then the other oh, his name is escaping me right now. The big receiver they got. It'll be so on John, the other side. I think it's Johnny Wilson. I Johnny, really yeah. Be. Johnny Wilson on the other side. Um, and then they, they somehow got Jared Verse to come back uh for another year. I think the Knowles are gonna be uh gonna be a problem for people in the ACC. So um but yeah, check out Zach and all of Ole Miss Creatives work on Twitter, on Instagram, all that stuff. And um We'll uh we'll do this again soon. We'll uh we'll talk, you know, maybe like a little pulse check in the middle of the year and see what you guys have got cooked up and and how those engagement numbers are looking. But uh appreciate the time again, man. This was fun. Absolutely. No, we need to hop on during the season. Um, you know, hope things are going well and we can talk about how well the numbers are doing and the uniform reveals and all that stuff. It'll be fun. Absolutely. That's Zach Heyman, assistant AD creative content and Ole Miss football. Appreciate him jumping on. Appreciate you listening. Shout out to all the uh, sponsors that make the show possible. And of course, do not forget Homefield Apparel. Go check them out, homefieldapparel.com. Promo code TOC23. That Ole Miss line drops August 27th. Set your alarms, set your reminders, all of that, because I have a feeling that uh, the Ole Miss fans are going to come through in droves when that thing hits the. Uh, the internet shelves. So uh, thanks to them for uh, being our title sponsor. And uh, we will do this again next week. So for Zach, I'm Zach. Yeah. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly. When you place your first wager at Bet MGM, simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code old line 150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. From issuance, please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.